Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. You're worthy of the praise. 
Once again, in the mighty, the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our soon-coming King, we thank the Lord this evening for all that he is, all that he's doing, all that he's going to do, all that he has done. We give him all glory, all the honor, and all the praise. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic, titled, Divine positioning, divine positioning. Bless the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank God for God revealing to us the importance of being in place when it comes down to the blessings of God and the things of God. We looked at capital A in our outline on the mountain of the Lord. Now, the mountain of the Lord simply refers to being where God told you to be, doing what God told you to do in order to receive the next set of instructions, in order to receive the, the provisions of God, the blessings of God. You got to be in the right place. A lot of time, individuals miss out on what God has for them by being what? In the wrong place. We looked at Genesis 22:13, Deuteronomy 9 and 9. Capital B, we looked at earlier today, so we don't cause offense. Understanding that there are times when God doesn't want us to cause an offense. We could, but... There are times when God wants you to cause offense. The Bible tells you there's a time and a place, what? For every activity under the sun. There's a time to cause an offense, but then there's a time where God be like, don't cause no offense. You know. We looked at Matthew seventeen, twenty seven, and earlier today we looked at Mark six and three. It brings us on down to capital C in our outline, and I'm looking forward to this because I kinda got a, <laughs> a chuckle out of this when the Lord dropped it in my spirit. Capital C, this is not Galilee. This is not what? Galilee. We're going to look at Mark chapter 16, verse 14. 
Mark chapter 16, verse 14, from the New International Version. Scripture reads, later Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Once again, Mark chapter 16, verse 14 from the New International Version. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Capital C in our outline, what? This is not Galilee. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you tonight for being who you are and blessing us in diverse ways. We appreciate you so much, Father, for not dealing with us as our sins deserve. We thank you for your mercy, for your kindness, for your grace. Speak, Father, for your children have gathered four corners of the earth to hear what the Spirit of God has to say to his people. Let your wisdom speak to us. Let your knowledge and understanding permeate our being, Father, that we may better understand your eternal truth. Do these things for us, Father, and we will forever give your name all glory, honor, and praise. These and all other blessings we ask and count done in the name of Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son. Let God's people say amen. This is not Galilee. As we look at Mark chapter 16, we see one of the cornerstones of our Christian faith. Cornerstones are very important because cornerstones support the whole building. Mm-hmm. Capstones or cornerstones, the whole building is much like the, the most important part. We know that buildings have foundations, but then when you talk about cornerstone or capstone, you're talking about the most important. Uh, 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 foundation is important, but the cornerstone or the capstone is the most important part of the foundation. Mark chapter 16 deals with the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You say, Apostle, what you driving at? If you don't get this, you can't even be saved. But the Bible lets us know in the book of Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart the Lord Jesus and that God raised him from the dead. It's not enough just to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart the Lord Jesus. God said that ain't enough. You gotta you gotta get the you gotta get the you gotta get to the crescendo here. And that God raised him from the dead. Jesus didn't just die for your sins, he rose again from the dead. Are we about done tonight? The resurrection. Oftentimes, you know, you know, human human nature is to to get twisted up. Oh, how many of us got ourselves twisted up? We just knew Hillary was going to be the first female president, didn't we? Got ourselves twisted up. I'm thinking Hillary going to be the, the first female president. There's no way they're going to elect uh, 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 Donald Trump. And the thing is, from what I, I've been watching today, she did win the popular vote. But those electoral college votes. So, so, so. You know, there's a there's a passage in scripture. One particular king was with a great big army was getting ready to go to war against another king with a 
little small army, and he was boasting and talking about how he was going to tap, tap him a new one, and he was going to tap some things, and the big king with the big army. was, a, And the little king said, look, one who puts on his armor should not boast as one who takes it off. In other words, the war hasn't hasn't, isn't complete yet. We're still preparing to fight. We haven't fought yet. And in a fight, anything can happen. Don't believe it as Goliath. So understand that if you're believing that Jesus Christ is Lord, but you just can't get with that resurrection from the dead thing, then what you really ain't got with is Jesus Christ as you ain't really got with the salvation thing. You need this resurrection thing in order to truthfully have this salvation thing. Let's get ready to close. Now, this thing is not Galilee. Now, Galilee was where the disciples had been instructed by Jesus to meet him after he had what? Risen from the dead. So Galilee represents the place that God has told you to be. The thing that God has told you to do. The thing that God has told you to say. The amount that God has told you to give. The prayers that God has told you to offer up. It represents it following the instruction of God. Now, when Jesus rose from the dead, We know he appeared to the women, Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven seven demons. She went and told those who had been. And God said, Robert, are you starting to see something? I'm like, yes, Lord. I I have finally got a revelation concerning many of individuals in this generation that I live in. Because you know I was demon possessed. Those of you that haven't heard my testimony. You know, I was demon possessed. Now, the first one Jesus showed himself to was Mary Magdalene, who was also demon possessed. She had a revelation from God. Mm. One of the saints said that nobody else had and that won't nobody else going for until the Lord revealed himself to them. Look at what the Bible says. Goodness gracious. Oh, my God. So some of y'all looking at me like I'm crazy. Uh Oh, one of the saints, I'm like, Amen. <laughs> Some of y'all out there, you looking at me like I'm great. Mary Magdalene. The Bible, oh my gosh, I'm about to close this message now because now I can see. Now, this has, because the Lord knows I have been like, Lord, what in the world is going on with your people? How come this place ain't filled up? How come? God said, there you go, Rollins. God said, I got to reveal myself to people. Just because I reveal myself to Mary Magdalene. That don't mean I have yet revealed myself to Peter. That don't mean I have yet revealed myself to... Oh, my God. Thank you, Father. The only thing I can say. My prayer for you under the sound of my voice, if God has not revealed himself to you, that he reveal himself to you. That's, that's all I'm going to say. In the name of Jesus. One of the saints is saying the mere fact that they didn't go to Galilee is a prime a prime example or a prime instance that they won't even believe in what the Lord was talking about. Now, if they won't believe in what the Lord was talking about, how in the world are they going to believe what you're talking about, Mary? Goodness gracious, the Lord is preaching to me tonight. 
I thought I'd come here to preach to y'all. They won't, the Lord said, they won't believe in me, Robert. What do you make you think they're going to believe Mary Magdalene? You know she had them demons that are. One of the saints said, you know they remember that. <laughs> come on, let's get ready to close out. This, is, this has been one of the most beautiful messages to me. Oh, my gosh. He first appeared to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had driven 70. He first appeared. Mary had a revelation didn't nobody else have. Mary had a communication from God that didn't nobody else have. And she tried in obedience with all that was in her little heart, bless her little heart, to tell the other believers and want nobody going for it. That, Robert, have I cleared you up now? Yes, Lord. Robert, you got any more questions for me? No, Lord. No. I'm, I, thank you, Lord. Thank you. She went and told those who had been with him. They told the other Christians. Told the other saints. She didn't say nothing outside of what he said to them while he was with them, but they won't go on for what he said, and they won't go on for what she said, and they won't go on for what nobody said until they got a revelation. So some see, okay, I understand y'all now. My brothers and sisters, forgive me if I have been a little harsh or anything. Forgive me. I understand now. I got you. I got it now. You've got to have a revelation or this thing is going. Watch this. The Bible says she had been with them. She went and told those who had been with him uh, uh, who were mourning and weeping when they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him. They did not believe it. In one translation, it says their words seemed like nonsense. OK, so some of y'all out there, what I'm talking about seemed like nonsense to you. All this preaching, all this teaching, all this. Oh, my, and some of y'all believers. Jesus. Jesus. One of the saints saying the disciples walked with him, heard what he said, saw the miracles he worked, look right at him, listen right to him, say, me, oh, this ain't Galilee. All right, I got it now. I got it now, Lord. I got this thing now, children of God. See, sometimes the apostle got to be preached to, too, now. Because I couldn't, I'm telling you, I couldn't for the life of me understand some of what I be seeing. I, I got it now. I got it. I got it. There's another passage. Somebody find that. Anybody got their phone? Just talk in your phone and say their words. Their words seem like nonsense. Their words seem. I, I want. I want to. I want to bring that up. Maybe somebody can look it up real quick. Or, or... let me see if I can get that. I want to see which translation that is. I mean, I just want to know um, what book and chapter. Seems like nonsense. Try Luke twenty-four and eleven. Next, the next book over. Luke twenty-four and eleven. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, mother of James, and others with them 
who told this to the apostles, but they did not believe the women because their words seemed like nonsense. <laughs> Can't nobody clear you up like the Lord. I'm talking about I am just as clear right now as if somebody has put clear as hell on some pimples. I'm clear. Now, there are those of you out there under the sound of my voice, you have got a revelation. And you like, Apostle, we, we, we right there with you. See, see, understand that. And let's get this down. And God has given it to me. I ain't even got it yet. I don't even know what he's getting ready to say. I'm just trusting that he's going to say it. That revelation comes to different parts of the body at different times. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, God said, Robert, you taught health and physical education for a very long time. What are the first parts to develop inside the, inside the mother's womb? There are certain parts. And, and, and what are the first parts that reach maturity when a child is going from childhood to adulthood? Head, hands, and feet. That's why when I was 12 years old, I wore a size 12 shoe. Had great, great big long legs, great, great big long head, great, great big long hands, and a skinny body. Very funny looking somebody. Just body, certain parts don't reach the adult size. Great big old adult head, great big old adult hands, and a little skinny body running around. So in the natural body, certain parts reach maturity first or get a revelation of adulthood first. So it is in the spiritual body. Mary Magdalene, Mary, Mother, uh, Mary, uh, Joanna, these women had a revelation. That the, that the boys didn't have, the brothers didn't have. Apostles, great, great, just ain't got the revelation. You say, apostle, what does that mean to me? That may mean to you, either woman of God or child of God, or, that you may have a revelation that pastor ain't got yet, that apostle ain't got yet, that bishop ain't got yet. These women weren't apostles. What these women were, they were they were helpers to the ministry. They were supporting, helping support the apostles while they went around with Jesus. But when it came down to revelation, listen, revelation ain't got nothing to do with your title. Come on, somebody. Good God in here. Revelation doesn't have anything to do with your title. Title don't mean revelation. How long I've been preaching this thing here, and God just gave me that revelation. Now, what else the Lord you ain't told me? God said a whole lot. Okay. What is that? It's a good thing. She went and told those who had been with him. These were not strangers to the faith. Many of you all out there, you listen, you're not strangers to the faith. But it's just that you saying, I'm hearing now, I'm hearing God. God said, Robert, I'm going to let you hear their spirits. Some of them are saying the same thing that the, that the apostles were saying, that the disciples saying, is that you women are saying some things that we ain't got to yet. Oh, my God. And because we ain't got to it yet, even though we believers, even though we Christians, we're not going for it out of you. Well, one of the saints is saying we do what we're doing what we know we're doing what <sighs> even though what we know is wrong because the disciples were thinking that Jesus hadn't risen from the dead
And see, that's what unbelief will do for us. It will have us out of our Galilees. Then we'd be wondering, you know, I thought the Lord said this. I thought the Lord said that. Well, he did, but you're not in place to see it. You're not in place to experience it. You're not in place. He did say, he did say he was going to raise from dead. He said, and he told you, he's going to meet you in Galilee. You're not in Galilee. All right, let's get ready to wrap up. She went and told those who had been with him who were mourning and weeping. Now, some of you all on the sound of my voice, you mourning and weeping when you ought to be rejoicing. These disciples, Jesus told them on the third day he was going to raise from the dead. So this day, this third day, should have been a day of celebration. But it was a day of mourning, belief, mourning and weeping because they didn't believe. Some of you all on the sound of my voice, you mourning and weeping over stuff instead of celebrating because you didn't believe God. And so you believe in a lie. These disciples didn't believe that Jesus had risen from the dead. That's why they mourning and weeping. And that's a lot of times when we, why we be mourning and weeping. It be something God done told us that we haven't believed. When they heard that Jesus was alive, now look at this, when they heard, that means that somebody had brought them a word, a revelation from God that would have stopped that nonsense, would have stopped that foolishness, would have dried up them tears, would have shut up that weeping, would have shut, when they heard that Jesus was alive and that she had seen him, they didn't believe it. You say, Apostle, what you trying to get me to understand out here? Some of you are choosing to be miserable. Choosing to be miserable because you won't believe what God has said. You won't believe those who have have a revelation. You won't believe those that God has appeared to and told you certain things. You won't believe. So you like that kind of thing. Because you won't believe. So you stay right in that state that you in. Go on, stay right in that poverty. Go on, stay right in that selfishness. Go on, stay overweight. Go on, stay sick. Go on, stay depressed. Go on and stay, because you won't believe. You won't believe those who God has shown a better way. Go on, stay out of shape. Go ahead, on stay. Go on, stay miserable in your marriage. Go on, stay. Go on, stay in your ignorance. Go on, go on, stay. You won't believe you. You won't believe the ones that God said. I don't. I don't told them. I don't showed them. I don't told them to go tell you. You don't believe it. This is not Galilee. This is not Galilee. Galilee. If you'd have been in Galilee, you'd have been rejoicing right long and now. That's where I told you to be. You'd have seen me. This day that you have turned into a day of mourning. In the book of Esther, one of the things I think they talked about. Uh, during the month of a bib, I don't know. I think that's like I don't know, like March or something. But one of the things that happened, uh, and I can't remember the name of the celebration, but the mourning of the Jews was turned into celebration. The weeping of the Jews was turned. God would give His people rest from their enemies. Uh, uh. A morning will be turned into celebration. Uh, th- th- but in other words, it, 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 uh, during this particular celebration, things would turn around. 
You say, Apostle, what are you trying to get us to understand? Believing God and being in place and being in your Galilee will cause God to turn things around. All right. But you don't want to believe. So you keep right on crying. Keep right on mourning. You keep right on weeping. You keep right on complaining. You keep because you don't want to believe. You don't want to. That's I tell you. Let me tell you one thing. I'm going. I admire right now about President Elect Donald Trump. Seeing his character, I know he got character flaws. I'm seeing his gaffes, his mistakes, and all that kind of thing. But one thing that I got to say that I admire about Donald Trump is that he kept right on believing. But media had written Donald Trump off a long time ago. All the polls were showing that Hillary Clinton was, you know, Hillary Clinton at camp and them had to put confetti out, had to take confetti out of the cannons and put it back in boxes. The confetti, you put the confetti in the in the cannon to shoot it up in the air, and so all the confetti fall because they were preparing for a celebration. They had to take it. They, they said they showed the, the camp the people taking the confetti out of the cannons, but you can't be shooting no confetti up in the sky and you ain't won nothing. Donald Trump kept on believing. So I'm 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 kind of looking at him from a look because whether you like it or not, he's gonna be our next president. If if don't nothing, no, you know, God forbid any any type of tragedy, like it or not. And one thing that I believe I can get behind, and I believe that that that, that the Lord is showing us, keep on believing. Yeah, you might have looked like you was down. You might have looked like you was out. You might everybody might have written you off, and everybody might, but you ain't out until God says you out. And I want to encourage about seven thousand of you all out there under the sound of my voice. You ain't out until God says you out. Let's get ready to close this message here. Afterwards, Jesus appeared in a different form. Jesus said, all right, all right. I came to you like this right here. You uh, you didn't go for it. I came to you right like this right here through the women. You're not going for it. Jesus said, let me come in a in a different form. In other words, you out there, maybe you won't believe it out of me. Maybe I, maybe Maybe the next preacher, maybe the next apostle can tell you something. Maybe the pastor at, your, at the church you're going to can tell you something. Maybe that, Jesus will appear, and this is, this is a part of his love for us, appearing in different form but saying the same thing. Maybe your favorite preacher can say it to you that you like listening to. Jesus appeared in one form when he was alive, said it. They didn't go for it. Jesus came in another form because it was the word coming through these women. The same word that he had spoken when he was alive. He came through another form. He spoke through these women. They didn't believe it. So now Jesus said, let me try another form. Later, Jesus appeared to uh, 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 11 as they were eating. He rebuked them for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Okay, afterwards, okay, we skip to it. Skip verse 12. After Jesus appeared, afterward Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking in the country. Different forms. Different forms, same message. Same message. 
Then later Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. Now, we're talking about this is not Galilee. Because see, where they was in Jerusalem. They was right in the heart of the place where a whole lot of folk won't believe in. And see, some of you all out there understand my voice, you wonder why I think. You're right in the heart of a bunch of unbelievers. God trying to call you out of your Jerusalem. God trying to get, because that's where the religious leaders, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, teachers of the law, they, had, they were the ones that stirred up the crowd against Jesus. Jesus said, look, come on up out of there and I'll show myself to you. Jesus didn't say be in Jerusalem on the third day and I'll see you, even though he does this out of his love for his disciples. He said, come on up out of Jerusalem. Meet me in Galilee. Some of you all on the sound of my voice, you, before you can see the miraculous of God and the miracles, you got you to gotta get away from some folk. You got to come on up out of some, come on up out of some stuff. Don't nothing breed ignorance like the same environment over and over. Just like, just like athlete's foot and, and jock it, they love warm, dark, moist places. You want to have some more athlete's foot, keep your feet warm and dark and, and moist. You want to have some more jock itch, keep your groin area warm, dark, and moist. Boy, they love that kind of environment. Ignorance love you in the same place doing the same kind of thing over and over and over again. God will mix things up. Carl, come up out of there. Come on up out of there. Come on up out of there. God said, let me show you something different. Get you around some different folk. Just like Joseph. Joseph used his gift around his brothers. They hated him all the more. He used his gift. While he was in prison, God got him forgot about. That same gift, he used it in front, of, in front of Pharaoh. Pharaoh lifted him up and put him second in command in the whole country. Now, let Joseph had just used his gift. Let me just be ministering to y'all in this country. Huh. I hate to Let Pharaoh, let Joseph had just been uh, using his gift around his brothers. They hated him on top of hated him. Thank God that Joseph, God got Joseph away from his brothers and got him in front of Pharaoh, got him in front of some people that understand there's something special in you, something that people need to see, something that needs to be elevated. Let Joseph had stayed with them brothers. He'd have been doubting his own ministry. Man, I wonder if God is really, well, God is really showing me that God got him in front of Pharaoh. Some of you all under the sound of my voice, God's going to get you in front of some pharaohs. God's going to get you in front of some folk that, that appreciate what God has placed within you. That recognize what God has placed within you. See, it's the difference between being in a place where you tolerate it and being in a place where you appreciate it and celebrate it. Bible says he rebuked them for their lack of faith. Now, now Jesus rebuked them for two different things. Now, we can really close this because God be rebuking us sometimes for two different things. It's one thing to get beat for, for uh, uh, staying out too late. Let's say you're a child and you, you get beat, you stayed out too late. Another thing is getting beat for taking a car without permission and staying out too late. They're two different things, two different beatings. Jesus beat them for two different things. Now watch this now, because one can lead right to the other. First, he rebuked them for their lack of faith. 
He rebuked them because they didn't believe what he said in the first place. All right? That's one beating or one rebuking. But then the Bible says, and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after they had risen. So Jesus, look, I'm rebuking you because you didn't believe me in the first place. But then Jesus say, I'm now I'm going to beat you because you kept, you kept right on persisting in your unbelief. To not believe something at first is one thing, but to keep right on not believing, oh, you don't enter into a whole nother, a whole nother what? One of the same, same, praise God, that's wonderful, a whole nother dimension. Just like falling into sin as a child of God, that's one thing. But then you're going to keep right on doing that right there. God said, now, that's all, now you're into a whole nother thing now. You're into a whole nother dimension. One of the things God had to tell Solomon, you know, Solomon had got all them wives, had all them concubines running around. And, you know, God had just a little while earlier had asked him to ask of him anything he want. But then Solomon kind of flipped the script and got into all these wives and all these concubines and building all of these shrines for fake gods and different things. And God said, OK, OK, since this is your attitude, not just something you fell into, not just something you slipped into. This is your act. See, David, David kind of slipped into that thing with, with, you know, you don't read about David committing no more adultery after Bathsheba. You don't read about it. Even when it came down to Nabal's wife, Abigail, you know, he waited till she was dead and it, until uh, uh, Nabal was dead. Then he took her and, and brought her in as a wife. But Solomon had just decided, man, <clears throat> seven wives, not one, not two, not 10, not 20, not 300, not, not 400, not 657, not 698, not 699, 700 wives. And that's still, that's still. And see, that's why we got to get our lust under control. Whatever it is a lust for. Because that thing will not be satisfied. God don't tell us to satisfy the lust of the flesh. He tell us to put to death the lust of the flesh. Come on, let's close it. Hey, it ain't going to be sad. Let's, let's go on. So why, they, why do you think they come up with all kinds of pills like Viagra and all that kind of different thing? But God be trying to tell you as a man, go on and start slowing down now. Slowing down your sex drive as, as you get older. Now you, you're, not that, you're not no young teenager no more. Scientists say we'll invent a pill so you can keep going, granddaddy. Granddaddy's like, okay, thank you. Come on, saints. Let's close, let's close this up. So understand that a lack of faith is one thing. If you got a lack of faith, then your prayer need to be, Lord, build up my faith. Lord, help me believe something. Let me believe something. Not lack of faith, and then I'm going I'm to I'm keep right on not believing, because that's a whole nother beating. You done slid into a whole nother level of beat. He rebuked them for their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him. Look, if you ain't got a revelation, take it from somebody that has. Oh, that could be a commercial. If you ain't got a revelation... Take it, get in the, just get in the habit of taking it from somebody. Because if you ain't got a revelation concerning something, whatever you don't have a revelation concerning, God got somebody that does. Stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him. That it's some folk that it's some folk that just because you you feel out, like, man, apostle always talking about God say just because God ain't talking to you, God got some folk he talking to. Voice is clearer than, than yours. Oh, man. Oh, God don't talk to me. How come? I don't, if God don't talk to me, I don't believe he talked to me. Uh-uh. Take it from somebody that has. 
Whatever you don't have a revelation concerning, there is somebody that does. Whatever you can't do, there's somebody that can't. How crazy would I be? All right, ain't going to cars going to get fixed around the Christian center because I can't fix them. That sounds like madness, don't it? One of the saints say that is madness. <laughs> ain't, ain't no more roofs going ain't no more uh, shingles going to get put on the roof around the Christian center because uh, I don't know how to put shingles on the roof. Wait a minute. So, Apostle, you saying that water just going to keep right on dripping on us in here. The building going to collapse because you don't know how to do it. Whatever you can't do, somebody can. Whatever you don't know, somebody does. Whatever you can't see, somebody can. Wherever you ain't been, somebody has. Well, with that being said, we thank Jesus that he that he persisted, that his stubbornness in convincing the disciples outweighed their stubbornness in trying not to believe. Thank God. Thank God. Because if Jesus hadn't, hadn't uh, appeared and convinced them, they would have been unbelievers. They would have been unbelievable. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Now, I'm hearing Jesus in the spirit. Don't be surprised if you don't run into some jokers that stubbornly don't believe like you was, Robert Brown. Oh, my God, the Lord is stepping on the apostle's toes. <laughs> now, going all the world. Now, I don't convince you, but don't be surprised that you're going to run into some folk that ain't going to believe what you're talking about. Just like you, Robert, you do remember that thing. Yes, okay. Just like you didn't believe what I was talking about. Well, children of God, oh, my God, that's the message for tonight. The Lord bless each of you. We love you. In Jesus' name, uh, send us an email. Let us know if, uh, if this ministry has been a blessing to you. Feel free to make your contributions and your donations, and God will continue to bless you real good. Saints, you can reach us through email at thechristconcernchurch at gmail.com. Check out our website at www.ourchurch.com backslash member backslash t backslash tccc. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe, Spreecast, YouTube, and iTunes at 9 even 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On Spreecast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Center Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our TalkShoe homepage. God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.